We would like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land on which we stand today. The Boon and Woiwurrung people of the Kulin Nation. We would also like to pay respect to the elders past, present and future. And their continual contributions to storytelling, performance and art. This was and always will be Aboriginal land. Sovereignty was never ceded. Welcome back to the official and original Born to Drag Drag podcast. podcast. I'm Marley. And I'm Thomas. And we are so excited to be back to share with you the amazing drag kings, drag queens, and all the drag betweens here in Nam, Melbourne, and beyond. Thomas, how are you? I'm pretty good, Marley. Yourself? Oh, yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. Not bad. Thanks for asking. Oh, that's good. That's good. It's good. You're looking like a right old Sheila you are over there. I am always a Sheila. um, With your Borg jacket on, your little sheepskin. Oh, yeah. I'm a vegetarian. um, Is it true sheepskin? This is vintage. (laughs) Sheep wool. What's it called? Um, What's sheep fur called? Wool. Wool. It's, I think it is a real sheep. However, it's my dad's from 1980. So I'm actually saving the sheep's life. You're saving the sheep's life. That that one singular sheep from the 1980s is thanking me. Yeah. From above. (laughs) From, from with above. All, all our friends and family. Or below. You don't, or know, below, hey. you don't know what that sh- life that, that yeah. sheep lived. They could have been that evil sheep that like all the other sheeps were like, I hate you. Mm. I feel it. Our I listeners it. are just like, what the fuck are they talking about? <laughs> but you know what? They come here sheep. for this quality content. They do. They do. Speaking of quality. Life. Yes. It is time to return to university. Quality. Did you say quality? Yeah, I know. I think you're confused. I know. I am confused. I honestly am after that three-hour class that I had today where people were rambling. I'm beyond confused. (laughs) Well, how does it feel to be back? It feels fine. One of my classes was fun. It was like, it's a film festival unit, so we're studying film festivals, which is fun. The other one, art therapy, sounds fun. However, was not so fun. Very dry, I can Mm, imagine. Dry is an understatement. (laughs) It was just Mm -hmm. non-existent. Um, Yeah, but that's, yeah, that's life. Six months left and then I'm uh, degreed. Yeah. You're free. Yeah, I am free. Are you back as well? I did start back this week as well because I do... uh, I follow the school terms, not the uh-huh. uni timetables. Right. Um, yeah, I'm back. I'm a little bit overwhelmed, but it's fine. Yes. I just keep going, right? Yeah. Just wake yeah. up every day, put yeah. on a brave face and keep, and keep going. going on. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And uh, something else that opened up, which mm-hmm. was really exciting, was the Victorian Pride Centre in St Kilda. Yes, congratulations. Yes, to snaps all, the all hard around. Work. Yep. Definitely. Um, I saw Dolly Diamond and Divya Flores um, with Daddy Dan. Yeah, all the Ds. All the Ds, so yes. Many D, at, D at the Pride Centre. How <laughs> Triple cliche. Triple D, yes. Honestly, <laughs> they definitely did that on purpose, let's be real. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's open finally. It took a while. Um, I don't know if I mentioned this before, but a family friend of mine was the architect 
Oh, that's exciting. Center. Yeah, yeah, it's very exciting and it looks amazing um, and I can't wait to see the inside. Yeah, I can't wait to check it out. I remember going through the like the virtual plans like a while right. ago and just like looking through and seeing like, oh, what's it going to look like? I'm interested. Yeah. Um, big emphasis on plant life, which I'm a big fan of. Yeah. Especially on like the top section, like the rooftop section. Mm. So it looks really cool. Yes. And yeah, I, I can't wait to check it out. And it's a host to a lot, like, you know, a bunch of wonderful, different pride and queer related organizations. Like you've got Joy FM, you've got yeah. Minus 18. Yeah. Um, chime in with some others mm-hmm. <laughs> if you know them. Yes, audience. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's um, what the audience to call up. Yes, um, exactly. Can... Please call in uh, at 1-800-Born-to-Drag. Uh, yes. Um, and yeah, I mean, I'm hoping, you know, there's some exciting little community events and stuff that will be happening there. And it's interesting cause it's a very, St Kilda is a very significant place for, um, the queer community in the past because a lot of things were going on there and a lot of things were held there and it was a home for a lot of indigenous, uh, trans and queer peoples, um, and I'm hoping that they uh, pay homage and also respectfully are aware of all that has gone on, like to do with, you know, all of that, as well as like queer sex work in the area yeah, as well. And they're actually kind of fully understanding of that because, you know, it, it's... And continuing to advocate for that as well. Advocate, exactly. That's a main thing, especially just in that spot. Um, but yeah, I'm excited to see what comes from it and yeah, how it's all going to work. Yeah, me too. Me too. Did you, did you also see that, uh, daddy Dan, Dan Andrews announced a big pride party No. coming up this year, the end of the year. I'm just trying to frantically Google. What is this giant pride party? Yeah, it's happening in in November. No. So here's the thing. He announced it. During the, like, during the opening of the Pride Centre. Mm. Um, but it's happening north side somewhere. Okay, work mama. I don't think full details have been given. Um, but yeah, this is big, from what I can see so far, like a big Pride party celebrating Pride. I love like that. The I hope it's November. free and catered for. Yeah, it's free, free catered for. Um, all inclusive and free All inclusive, I think, all ages. Um, right. Well, I hope it is. Yeah, hang on, hang on. I, I've just pulled up a broadsheet.com. Oh, we love a broadsheet. Tell us, tell us. Tell us, tell us. Let's have a look. Let's have a look here. Yes. Lots yeah, of, lots of really dry things, blah, blah, blah. Of course. So it's sort of trying to, I just read this paragraph here, sort of trying to, ri- not rival, but um, match the Mardi Gras in Sydney. So say okay. Sydney's had its own Mardi Gras for, you know, many, many years. Um, and now Melbourne's trying to chime in with their own Melbourne Pride, um, which won't interfere with the existing St Kilda Pride March that takes place in the middle of midsummer. Um, yeah, there's an additional two hundred thousand dollars going into the Pride Festival and it's a, and all yes. the different events. Um, yeah, so stay tuned and um, follow Daddy Dan, I guess, to see yeah. the updates on this big Pride party happening later on. Love in the year. that. Thank you, Daddy Dan. We will be keeping up to date with that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Amazing, amazing. And speaking of celebrations, there's also 
Rainbow House, which is having their six-month anniversary this Friday on the 16th of July. Yes, big congratulations, big claps yes, all around. Yes, claps. Yes. Um, do you know who will be performing that night? Oh, oh, do I? You've got the three <laughs> regular hosts of the three main nights at Rainbow. So you've got Aisha oh, yeah. Buffet from Thursday Night on Serve. You've got Dazza and Keefe taking their usual spot at Froth. And then you've got Ruby, uh, Ruba Slipper? <laughs> Ruby <laughs> Slippers. <laughs> Yeah. Coming in a day early to work because she's that dedicated. Oh, she's good, isn't she? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She is good. Well, that sounds like a fun time to me. Um, and, yeah, I guess I'll have to pop by after work. I'll see you there. Sounds good. Ooh. Look at us alternating nights coming together. <laughs> Finally, for the first time. For the so I don't think we've ever been at Rainbow together, right? Honestly, not. No. no. We have not. Or a tragic no. occurrence. I know. But you know what's not a tragic occurrence, Thomas? Is it our next guest? It is our next oh. guest. Yes. Well, why don't you uh, let us know who we've got coming on the pod today? Oh, absolutely. I would be delighted. Ahem. This performer is one of Melbourne's nicest showgirls. With a strong background in performing arts, this performer holds a Bachelor of Arts musical theatre degree. While she shows flair and enthusiasm within the musical theatre genre, she is no stranger to turning it out when she has to. This performer has performed at various venues around Melbourne, including the Greyhound, Circuit, Molly's, Vaudeville Cabaret Drag Restaurant, and most recently, she was in CM Entertainment's Drag Extravaganza, After Dark. She is also a resident showgirl in the Sisters of Sequin every Friday night. So please welcome to the podcast, Sarah Tonin. How are you? Hello. Good, thank you. How are you? Good, thank you. Very, very well, thank you. <laughs> yes. Welcome to Born to Drag. Oh my God, thank you for having me. Of course. Like, so excited. We're very excited to have <laughs> no, you. No, we're the excited ones. Yes, we <laughs> Stop are. Stop it. You're Stop always it. excited because you're serotonin, so you have to be. Yeah, yeah, make everyone feel good. Wait, right? actually, now that I've just said that, are you, no, <laughs> does dopamine have anything to do with you, the drag performer? Okay, well, I'm, no, no. Oh my God, you should sue them. <laughs> sue them? Yeah. It's the same name, Marla. But it's like yeah. related. So? <laughs> I don't know. Like, I feel like you should still sue them. No Get some coin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, why not? Yeah. It's been a tough year. Like, yeah, yeah. bills to pay. Yeah. Bills to be paid. Desperate what times. better way to pay those bills than by suing other drag performers? Another artist that probably wasn't making any money either. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Guys, I feel I'm like sure you're coming for me in a kind of like sly way that, you know, I was just trying to be helpful and now you're just attacking me. Um, All right, sorry. Yeah, it's so fine. We'll, we'll be nice. We'll be nice. Good. I'll be nice as well. Um, so you had work today, as we were just discussing before. I, I did. I did. Yes. 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 And tell tell our listeners where do you work, unless it's a secret serotonin business. No, no secret. Um, so I'm just a department manager for Target Australia. Oh, nice. Out at out at Chadston. So that's very nice. nice. That that pays the bills. Mm, pays the bills, and you can yeah. get discount Target clothes for your drag. Yeah, I mean, I, u- I used to when I first started drag and thought Target clothes were great drag clothes, but <laughs> I think my my Target drag shopping has now just for undergarments. Yeah, it's just for yeah. yeah, okay, okay. Yes, the stuff yes. that doesn't get seen. On, well, actually, sometimes it does get seen on the stage. Yes, right? it, 
<laughs> it makes an odd appearance every now and again. And <laughs> yeah. And how long have All you right. been there? Uh, so I've been with Target now for, I think, seven, almost seven years. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Before that, I was uh, in doing hospitality. That was my first real Can job. Really. And then, yeah. And then I was like, I'm sick of this. I'm getting out. Yeah. But retail really isn't that much Straight better, into retail. Yeah. <laughs> and was it around this same time that, is, that when you started drag? Um, yeah, actually. So I moved to Melbourne in... 2015 I just graduated from uni um and yeah so I started drag I think late 2015 early 2016 very nice nice and where did you move from so I was living in Ballarat actually because that's Mm. where I studied so I did a three-year bachelor of musical theater Uh down in Ballarat that school that everyone goes to what's it called yeah Yeah, it's called by so many names like people (laughs) used to be called BAPA Arts Academy yeah yeah, Arts Academy yeah FU or Fed Uni FU all of all of them (laughs) they really thought that name through when they chose it (laughs) FU that was that was the biggest joke of the century also using the Federation flag like Oh, come on! <laughs> yeah, wow. What are you thinking? <laughs> wow. Oh, uh, it was a time they were they were going through something. I think. Yeah, I mean, I understand it's set up in Ballarat, and you know the gold rush and whatnot. Like, really, like, do we really want to associate our entire university with with that? <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, I think I actually this is um, showing my age, but I have a very strange connection with you, which you won't have any idea about. So oh. I believe I saw you in a production of Spring Awakening. Yes. In Ballarat in 2012. Yes. <laughs> yes. That yes. would be that would be correct. And yeah, you played I Moritz. Just, yeah. I love that. There we go. Yeah. That is that is you. I'm connecting the dots. I'm connecting yes. the dots. So I kind of used I would do like the local theater shows there even before I moved to Ballarat to study. I would commute up and like be a part of their shows and stuff, which was pretty cool. So I had a, one of my friends that I made during year 12 music was in that show, Keegan. Oh my God. She's like, what am I, like, I love Keegan. What is happening? Is this like serotonin? This is your life. Who would have thought that two white gays in Melbourne have a mutual friend? (laughs) Right. Who would have thought? Is she going to walk in the room? You know what? It is a surprise that it's someone that we haven't slept with. Well, this is very true. <laughs> yeah, because it's I usually mean, that's the route it takes. I'm Get sure if root, we spoke, launch. yeah, <laughs> I'm sure if we spoke for a bit longer, we might find some more similarities. Yeah, probably, probably, <laughs> probably. So you said you moved, you were commuting to Ballarat. So did you grow up around Melbourne? Yeah, so I grew up in a little town called Bacchus Marsh. Yes, which is kind of like in between Ballarat way, yeah, and Melbourne. Yeah, yeah. So I grew like pretty much spent my whole life there until I moved out of home at 19 and moved to Ballarat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so country boy through and through. Yeah, yeah. And was your musical theatre background kind of what got you into drag or was it something else that kicked that off? No, absolutely. So I started performing when I was in grade four in primary school and I would have singing lessons and I was really determined. Um, And I, yeah, just kind of stuck. It was one of those things where, do you know, have you ever had that feeling when you know you're going to be good at something before you do it? Every day. (laughs) 
<laughs> every day I wake up and I look in the mirror. Every day I think about yeah. myself and I'm like, did that wow. Sound, did, did that sound contrived? Did that sound like arrogant? I mean, you have to be a little bit arrogant if you're doing drag, right? Or a little okay. bit contrived at least. <laughs> no, but like, it's kind of like you watch something on the telly and someone's cooking something and yeah. you go, oh, I know I can do that before I've actually done it. Yeah. yeah. It was kind of like that kind of moment and I kind of just stuck. And then I, yeah, did theatre and performed all through primary school, high school. And then, yeah, went to uni, studied, had not seen a drag queen in my life at this point, in my entire life. And then I think my first drag experience was I saw, I think it was a queen called, it was Dakota Fanny. um, And she was hosting a night at one of the clubs down in Ballarat. And at the, that time, I was petrified of drag queens. <laughs> Absolutely yeah. petrified. Um, but, yeah, that was my first experience and exposure to it. And then, yeah, moved to Melbourne right around the corner from the Greyhound. So yeah. uh, rest in peace, bless her soul. Yes, May she live forever. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and it kind of just took off from there. Yeah. Yeah, it was a natural progression, I think. I think there is, yeah, a lot of drag performers do come from the musical theatre background of obvious reasons. Yeah, for sure. Is that something you continue to this day to bring into your drag? Yeah, well, I feel like I'm quite, I'm always very theatrical. Um, A lot of my spot numbers are musical theatre inspired or do you know what I mean? So I always try to go back to my roots. Um, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And yeah, I feel like I'm a very expressive performer. So musical theatre kind of really sits well for me yeah because you can yeah. also sing as well can't you yes yes quite good yes quite a, quite a good singer <laughs> yes good. yeah yes. um so <laughs> besides sense, yeah. besides spring awakening what other musicals yeah. have you been in and did you sing in them like as a lead Ooh. singer yeah so i've done spring awakening i was in the sound of music when i was a kid oh my god same oh my god <laughs> yes but i was a nazi so oh oh, oh. Wait. Really? What? No, really, really, <laughs> I was. My name was Herzella. Oh my god! Yeah, it was right. actually tragic. I, <laughs> I know. Was this it? Um, Go Catholic school. That school. Yep. Wait, wait, oh, what dear. school? You would PLC, right? Yeah. No, PCW. PCW. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Who am I thinking of? Presentation um, College Windsor. Thank you very much. Also, yes, another yes. RIP. Rest in peace. Rest <laughs> in peace. Oh my gosh. I know. Um. Yeah. So, sound of music. I've done the boy from Oz. Um, what else have I done? Oh, Cabaret. I played the MC in Cabaret. Um, yeah. There's, oh, A Bear, the musical. Have you heard of Bear? Oh, I've heard of Bear. I was, yeah. I played Peter in a Melbourne Fringe production in 2014. I love it. It was yeah. the worst Wait. thing I've ever done. <laughs> oh, what was the other character's name? Peter and Jason. Jason. I, I think I played Peter as well. Peter's the, like, the camp one. Yeah, yeah. The yeah, theatre lover, the, yeah. the stereotype. See? Another thing in common. Mm-hmm. There we go. <laughs> but yeah. Oh I love it. That's quite the the list that you've got going there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. Yeah. Quite a resume. Yes. And like besides <laughs> besides drag and your past mu- musical theatre experiences, are you still auditioning for shows and stuff now? Not at the moment. Just because like working full time with my day job and then my drag gigs fill in all the other gaps in that time that I have throughout the week. So I have, I've kind of really put that on the back burner, but certainly something that I would like to get back into doing or even incorporating more into my drag, Mm. like live before, like live singing would be pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's just hard to find venues that can accommodate that Mm. 
um, where it doesn't come off making mean, like if the quality isn't great, I don't want to do it. If that makes sense. Like I want it to be, I want it to be so good and everything to just be perfect. So I'd rather. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we've seen quite a big rise in the past couple of years of like theater and musical theater that do have drag characters. Correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that, you know, creates a space for drag performers to then audition for True. these roles that, you know, especially because in music theater, especially a lot of the roles, a lot of the named roles go to quite mask presenting like male identifying people. Yes. Well, in the past anyway. So now we've got all these new roles that are being written for people who aren't, don't fit into that box. So, yeah. mm -hmm. So who knows, you know, there could be a musical that's coming to Australia very soon that you might be perfect for. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Fingers crossed. (laughs) Yes. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yes, definitely. And like, I think I, yeah, because I can't really remember, but I think the first performance I saw you do was maybe at Molly's and you were wearing purple and it was like maybe euphoria or something the song oh yeah yeah but yeah, that yeah. also may not have been the first time it could have been like it's the yeah <laughs> yeah um but i can't say that i've seen you do like a musical inspired number yet um right. wow but I, I i will get there don't you worry about that i'm working my way around um but she i feel around, like I, yeah I, I, i've heard that about you <laughs> no, it's so funny because it's like People sometimes say that, and I'm like, literally, you couldn't think of a person furthest away yeah. from that statement other than if me. If only they knew. They, yeah. if they literally mean you get around, like not oh, yeah. in a sexual context. No. Like in a, you are physically at every drag event in Melbourne. Yeah. Five. You're you're there seven nights a week. I do. I've done the most. I've done is four in one night. I mean, that's pretty good. Wow. Four different places. No, that's that too is much. commitment. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. well, I'm a committed person. Um, this means you. You're, I feel like you're over qualified for this podcast now i feel like i'm overqualified for this planet but like here i am i'm just working my way through um, doing what i can for the people um but yep marley's overqualified i'm underqualified so we balance each other out (laughs) um but in regards to what you were talking about before with like um kind of incorporating you know musical theater into drag and singing um I don't know. I think that it doesn't need to be perfect. I think that you could do it, you know, at a venue where you can show off your talent without the venue kind of uh, not skewing. Oh, maybe. I don't know. I know you technical want to, difficulties. technical difficulties. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Like there's a few, like there's a, a few good things um, happening. I mean, even just a night like Tinkle is just so much fun. Um, not necessarily in drag, um, but <laughs> yeah. I mean, they do have drag hosts there occasionally. They do, so. they do, and that's a lot of fun. And they always get to perform a number or two. Yes, this is very true. Mm-hmm. Very true. Yeah, I might have to scope it out. Honestly, you should. Yeah. Like when yeah. I go and there's just random, <clears throat> there's always like people out of drag in the crowd incognito, and they just get it's up true. and sing, and it's just so much fun, and it's so good. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's a fun time. It's a vibe. <laughs> All right, so let's push musical theatre to the side because bye she's bye. an old tired bitch. Oh, but she's so much fun. We, she's love, fun. we love her, but we hate we hate her at the same time. Do you do you pull from any other places? Do you get your inspiration from anywhere else with your drag? Um, I, when I, I get asked this question quite a bit, and I always struggle to answer because I feel like it's it's always changing. Um, 
yeah but like I love the old classics as well like music that I used to listen to with my parents like Black Velvet and all of those kinds of sensual kind of numbers I really really enjoy as well yeah you know being sexy yeah (laughs) a little bit sexy and any like pop culture icons or anyone stars I wouldn't say so well not that I think that I draw from, but yeah. I mean, people looking at me might see that, but I don't think I've, I don't think I consciously pull from anything like that. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we are just an amalgamation <laughs> of our, you know, lived experiences and yeah. the references that we absorb. It's true. Yeah. And I definitely, I feel like I definitely stick to what I know. Yeah. I'm very, I play it safe <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> right. Right. Because, yeah. Because you are busy. I mean, you're, you're like at a lot of venues. So like, tell us what does a typical drag week look for serotonin? A typical standard drag like. week. I can speak. What? <laughs> <laughs> Words. Um, so every Friday, every Sunday, I'm booked every, every week. So Friday at the Sisters of Sequin um, at Down to Circuit. Um, and then on Sundays hosting at Love Machine every week, yeah, which is pretty cool. And then I'll take on whatever I can around that schedule and my work schedule because I work every third weekend as well there. Right. So <clears throat> it all just depends mm-hmm. on my availability really. Yeah, yeah. And how long have yeah. you been with the sisters at Circuit? Is it fairly new, Ooh. right? Yeah, it's relatively new. I, I would say... It's only been a couple of months, yeah, because we had that little lockdown in the middle, so that kind of, yeah, yeah. Yes. But it's yeah, it's only it's very fresh. Yeah, she's a fresh sister. She's fresh, and <laughs> yes. and is this sister enjoying her new two month old experience? <laughs> yes, I'm absolutely loving it. I think uh, that whole vibe of being in the dressing room with the girls, getting ready for the show. I mean, dressing room is a stretch. <laughs> Covered under the stairs. Yeah. No, yeah. no, I love it. I feel like that in those interactions in the dressing room really make what you see us perform on stage what it is. Mm. Like, like our relationship outside of the stage is what really kind of makes makes yeah. makes us the sisters. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, Definitely. yeah. And then what you about live love up Mac? to it with a name like yeah. sisters? Exactly. So love Max, love Max. A different gig as it because it's just a host like not just a host it's a hosting gig so it's we have to be there for a certain amount of time uh we mingle we interact with customers patrons get them shots it's like we're good time gals yeah you know yeah so that's the kind of i mean we don't get we will do shows every now and again for a theme night right. or like a public holiday or something um but it's not something that we do every week yeah and so is it rotating yeah. or is there a group of you <laughs> no so there's four four Four, four of us, yeah. So it's myself, Amina, uh, Kelly, yep. Fornicate, and Ava, yeah. Misbehaver. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So we're your four standards, Power regulars. Team. Yes. And yeah, it's a really good group. Yeah. And sorry, how long did you say you'd been doing that for? Oh, I would say maybe three years now, four oh, years. Oh, a long time. Uh, yeah, I think, I yeah, think so. Time. I could be telling the biggest lie of my life right now. <laughs> But no it, feel, it feels like no three or four knows. years. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Well, that, and I love it because that gig for me is when I can really experiment with my looks yes. and my makeup and my clothes. Yeah. Because um, obviously when you're in a show environment, you have to fit a mould yeah. of what the number is or yeah. whatever. So, yeah, Sundays for me are my experiment day. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Which I really enjoy. Yeah, definitely. 
and because here first listeners yeah. get down on a Sunday to Love Mac <clears throat> so you can see Sarah experiment <laughs> <laughs> and maybe and show you fun. a great time. Yeah, yeah. if you ever yeah. wanted to experiment with serotonin, then oh. Sundays is your chance. I've seen serotonin yeah. at Love Mac. She looks great. <laughs> yeah, many boys. Oh, How did you land on the name serotonin? Oh my god. Okay, so it was my first ever time at Love Machine in drag. I wasn't working yeah. there, and I think it was maybe my fourth time in drag. So I still didn't have a name. My eyebrows were still up in my hairline. <laughs> like it was a disaster. It was a monster. But I walked in, met this group of gays. A gaggle of gays were there, and. They were like, oh, what's your name? And I was like, oh, I don't really have one yet. And they're like, oh, cool. So we just started dancing, had a party, great time. And then as I was leaving, I was walking to the cab and they just yelled out, serotonin. And then I turned around and they were like, that's your name. And I was like, okay, great. I'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> and it just kind of stuck. I love that. <clears throat> yeah, mm-hmm. it's really cool. I didn't have to do any of the hard yeah, work. No. <laughs> the hard work. And they gave yeah. you a good one. I mean, what more could you want? Yeah. And you and continue definitely... to make that your brand, just not Absolutely. working hard. <laughs> I guess, I guess. Yeah, exactly. No, but I definitely feel like it definitely suits me and who I am as a person. You know, I've, I feel like I'm quite friendly and a, like an approachable, nice person. And I feel like that really sits well. Nice. Yeah. I mean... I, don't know I mean, to some people, to some people, I would not definitely. <laughs> nice is like the definition of serotonin. So, yes, <laughs> yes, can can vouch for that. Um, <laughs> has definitely dropped me off home in an Uber before. Um, <laughs> <laughs> See. <laughs> I love it. And um, speaking of before your fabulous experimentations, um, your outfits. Tell us. You know, do you make any of them or do you buy off the designers? How how are we working? I really wish I could sit here and say that I made them myself. <laughs> well, why I'll... don't you just lie? <laughs> <laughs> no, because I'm nice and I don't lie. See? <laughs> okay, okay, okay. It's Thank like this bet. Pinocchio moment. You just hear, whoop. <laughs> um, no, like, like for Love Machine, because it's quite a um, mixed gig in terms of patrons like straights all of that kind of gets a mixed gig I kind of do off the rack kind of stuff Mm -hmm. for that gig because it's just that kind of aesthetic um unless it's like a theme and I'm feeling very adventurous um but for like costumes I get them all made yeah yeah absolutely um what's your process like when you are getting an outfit made do you come to a designer or do you have a design in mind or do you draw your own um, I'll generally have like an, a reference image of like a silhouette that I'm kind of like, oh, this, I really like this look. And then, yep. um, yeah, then we'll collab with whoever um, is able to uh, make make the garment for me. Um, but yeah, and my inspiration for my looks will change depending on, like I could see a makeup that I really like and then just want to design something around that or oh, a hairstyle and then go design it around that. It could vary every time. So it's never the same kind of process Mm -hmm. yeah yeah there's definitely yeah there's a lot of different ways that people go around about um their outfits that they want and you know Mm. being being friends with um betty i have you know (laughs) 
it's so funny, just the different processes. Like some people come in, they've got a full idea. Sometimes they just go in and they work together and get it. Or sometimes yeah. they go in with their idea and, idea and Betty's like, that's literally impossible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like something, I, something like she was How much talking, are you paying me first? Yeah. Like time. Time <laughs> yeah. is a massive thing. And like. Absolutely. Like, honestly, the, the body stress that the, the designers and sewers must get, it must be intense because like. Just sitting all day at your sewing machine, like getting yeah. shit done. It, and then yeah. knowing too that like this outfit is gonna be worn more than once. Like it's not gonna just be a oh it'll pass if it if I don't like it what right. I've made or something. Like it's gonna circulate and people are gonna wear their costumes for ages. Yeah. So yeah, that pressure I'd be like, oh my god. Right. Yeah. It's not like a it's not like a face where you can then oh I fucked up my eyebrows. Yeah. I can wash it off in a couple of hours. It's not gonna matter. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and tell us, do you have a so-called drag family in Melbourne? I, I do. I technically do. I'm part of the House of Handful. Oh, yes. So, which is right. Mama Bear, Jem- Jemima Handful, and then Ruby Taboo and Menorah Fox. That's right. How cute. Yeah, it's really mm. cute. Really, really cute. It's um, Jemima and I actually, Jemima used to live with me, back when I first moved to Melbourne and she, yeah, really helped me a lot with my drag um, and my aesthetic yeah. and all that kind of stuff. So it kind of just progressed from there. But um, saying that, like, I'm also very lucky to have worked with a lot of Queens in Melbourne who have all played their part mm. in, you know, helping me, taking me under their wing. Like the list is just like endless. endless. So, yeah. yeah. So I feel like I have it. My heart, my drag family, and then I just have this network of sisters and sisterhood that, like, yeah, it's massive. <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely. Absolutely. And along with all the kind of weekly events that you do with a lot of these, you know, amazing performers, um, there's also yeah. some side gigs and some festivals and events and stuff that come up, um, like mm. the pride event from midsummer or there's sometimes like broken heel and all of that type of thing have you been involved in any of these events yeah so for pride just gone i uh got to march in the march with the greyhound adoption oh, yeah. uh association mm-hmm. which is I really have a cute greyhound. He was just <gasps> what? behind me right here oh my gosh what's his name it's clifford clifford <laughs> say hello oh. clifford I no, really he's sleeping. Oh, he's not interested at all. <laughs> not one bit. <laughs> not but yeah, so March with Greyhound Australia, and then I was booked for Drag to Brunch afterwards. Pride for me was a huge day, mm-hmm. like, but it was great. Like, I would not have changed it for a second. Yeah, it was. I think it was like a four a, a four gig day for me, wow. which was which was great. It was so amazing. Marley was probably at all four of them. I. Th- Oh, uh, probably. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Only two out of four, okay. <laughs> Only two, okay. Right. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that was the night that I got you in the Uber. <laughs> yes, it was. Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> um, and have you been involved in any other, uh, moving on from Pride, um, have you been involved in any other um, events or Things that you've enjoyed, favorite times. Yeah, I have. Can't believe I forgot to mention this, but After Dark, ah. which was a part of Midsummer, was epic. Like it was mammoth. Like 
being part of such a oh, big production. Oh, After Dark. I was there as yeah. well. Yeah. Yes. Yes. That's right. I knew you were. I was yeah. just waiting for you to like. I forgot. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Listeners, yeah, no, Marley does not sleep. I don't. <laughs> That's so good. I remember. That was good. That was manic, like in a good way. Like that was amazing. It was a fat, juicy show. That was a and full like, show. Like, I could not get enough of it. Like Daytona and Trent put on such an amazing so production, amazing. like, and being a part of it and being back in that like theater environment was just like perfect yeah. chef's kiss. Definitely. Yeah. It was very, very exciting. And yeah. how did the, yeah. like, did they come to you for that or how did that yeah. work? Yeah. So uh, Daytona approached me like the cast, they already had a cast from the, last year that they did it mm-hmm. um, but they had a spot to fill and yeah I was next in line amazing and it went from there yeah it was great we had like a I think it was like a two or three month rehearsal process right. for it as well Well, there was wow. a lot so I would oh I would yeah think so mm-hmm. that was a lot yeah. which is great I love rehearsals yeah like, I I love to be rehearsed yeah. so I was in yeah. my, I was in my element it was great yeah yeah amazing you're really making me feel like I missed out. <laughs> <laughs> Next time you'll have to Well, I think you, you really did. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, it was great. Yeah. Feels like so long ago. I know. It does feel like a while ago. Know, we've had like a full lockdown in between then and oh, that's now. Right. Yeah, absolutely. <sighs> we have. We have. Oh. And do you have anything that you're kind of aiming for like doing something else like after dark or any kind of goals that you're aspiring to do in the future um well like we spoke about before like I definitely would love to get up and do some live singing Mm -hmm. as a part of my act um I would really like to put together like a one-woman show for like the butterfly club or something along those lines um yeah well, if you like, need a producer like absolutely yeah <laughs> yes I will, I will i'll message you after this right. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i think just as much drag as i can get my hands and like my teeth into like i just want to try it all do it all and just make something stick i guess yeah 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 definitely i just, oh, yeah. I just, I just love open. it yeah i just love it so much like I don't think I could ever like quit my day job and do drag mm. full time just because I love it so much. I don't want it to be a job. Like I don't yeah. want it to feel right. like I have to do it yes. for money reasons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Cause then it puts Absolutely. pressure on the drag yeah. as well. Yeah. And I, I just don't want to do that. Cause I just love it so, so much. Yeah. I love yeah. that. It's mm. amazing. Mm. And have you done, <laughs> have you done a pride of our Footscray gig before? Yes. I did it way back when Abril uh-huh. and Alana Fay Magic were there. Yeah. 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 That was a, well, a while ago now. Yeah. Yeah. But I had a great time. Yeah. The vibe and the energy there was incredible. Yes. Well, they've just got a, a revamp. They've raised the roof. They've extended yes. the rooms. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm checking it out this Saturday. Oh, so I'm that's very cool. excited to see yes. it. Incredible. To catch up with the Pride family. Yeah. Yeah. They probably did it so Aurora Arsenic didn't hit her head on the roof. <laughs> Honestly, the she literally. True. <laughs> <laughs> literally seven foot. Like that's yeah. the stage to roof. Is, like even seven Linda foot. was hitting her hand. Just, so. just yeah. a seven foot goddess. Yeah. Absolute goddess. Yeah. And then plus the heels on, on top of that. Like, yeah. yeah, exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I love that. Aurora Arsenic <laughs> is getting that. shit done in Melbourne. Absolutely. Raising the roof. Raising the roof. She is. She is. 
Well, also, I think Huawei, just to do mention, or I, th- I believe she's just put up a few links uh, to help raise some funds for her top surgery. So yes. Oh, amazing. Check that out and donate if you can. Yes, yes absolutely. You can follow mm-hmm. her at Aurora Arsenic on Instagram, I think. Yeah. I think. It could be dot <laughs> arsenic. Um, but, yeah, we'll let you know. Um, Thomas, do you have any more questions for our fabulous serotonin? Oh, no, I think we've uh, chatted our ears off already. <laughs> I think we have. Sorry, guys. No, I think mm-hmm. we've gotten all of the information that we need. Um, you know, yep. we couldn't love you any more than we do now we're that we starting, know all we're of this. We're collecting a file. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so are you guys going to, like, then cut and edit and then give me a villain edit or am I going to get, like, a nice sweet oh, angel edit? so true. Mm. Depends how I feel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> see, see how we're feeling on the Depends. day. Yeah. Uh, right. <laughs> But I might make myself the villain, just the <laughs> shits and gigs. Why not? Yeah. I love it. I could never be the villain. I'm too kind. <laughs> I get <could> never. <laughs> I love yes, it. Thank you so much for joining us, yes. Serotonin. So God, please let our listeners know, firstly, where they can find you on social media. And then if you have any upcoming gigs mm-hmm. that they can attend. Yeah, absolutely. So on Instagram, my handle is Sarah underscore X underscore Tonin. And I have a Facebook as well. So you can add me there at Sarah Tonin. Perfect. And yeah, geeks, geeks wise, just every Friday at Sisters at Circuit and Sunday at Love Machine. Amazing. Love to see it. Love to yeah. see it. So that is Sarah, S-A-R-A yeah. underscore X underscore Tonin. Underscore Tonin. That's it. On Instagram. I don't really know what the X is for, but it's it sounds cool. So. Well, I think yeah. we know what the X is. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what you're possibly talking about. <laughs> Amazing. And, of course, if you like what you heard today, then tip what you heard. You can give Sarah a tip in our virtual tip jar. The link is in our bio slash link tree, and 100% of the tips go directly towards supporting our guests. Of course. And while you're there, remember to follow, like, and subscribe to Born to Drag leave us a five-star review, and then head to our Instagram page to see all the upcoming drag events this weekend. Yes. Well, Marley, Sarah, until next time, I'm Thomas. And I'm Marley. And we will see you next time on another episode of Born Born to Drag. drag. Bye. Goodbye. Bye, Sarah. Bye. Bye. Born to Drag is a Toil and Trouble production. Produced and sound engineered by Thomas Bradford. Co-produced by Marley Koenig-Drew. Co-hosted by Thomas Bradford and Marley Koenig-Drew. Our theme song is an original by Thomas Bradford. Our logo artwork is designed by Marley Koenig-Drew. And digitally transformed by Thomas Bradford.